We did say we get hold of Watto. We've said he's been trapped in China. We're not sure why. Hopefully, we'll find out now. Hopefully, he's found himself up a high enough mountain uh, to get coverage. And uh, Watto, are you there, pal? Yes. Yeah, morning to you. Afternoon to you. Are you down at the local rugby club, mate? No, I'm in my hotel room, <laughs> mate. Um, just, just, you know, yeah, sitting here deflated. What deflated. time? What time is it over there? What? What time are you um, in China? What oh, time? it's eight o'clock. In, eight o'clock in the morning. Five hours difference here. Oh, okay. So you would have watched the rugby. Would have kicked off what one o'clock over there in the morning. Two o'clock. You should have stayed in school, Dean. Three. <laughs> you would have. You would have had a few beers last night and just gone through, wouldn't you, Watto? No, I did actually. I went to a little uh, Japanese restaurant with a few of. Um, People that I've sort of been hanging out with over the last week, and um, yeah, had a few a few Japanese ales. Actually, I thought of you, Steve. Actually, having a, you know a few beers over here, it was um, yeah, sort of building up, thinking, okay, this would be a close one. And what do you think? Um, it was close. You well, got, you got that right. Mm. Yeah, it's um, you know, once again, everyone's talking about referees, isn't it? It just seems yeah. to be just constant in this world of rugby and. Um, it's just so frustrating that we're just constantly talking about refereeing and key decisions and key moments and everybody that's on the, you know, losing side, um, major issues, everybody on the winning side doesn't seem to worry too much about it. Um, but you know, I think, look, I definitely think, you know, it, it is a major issue, the rules, the TMOs, the, it's just, yeah, it's just, the game is just not going to grow. It's just not, it's just going to be left for those that grow up and understand it in those key countries because, you know, even 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 the um, purists, even you know, people, you know, I've been watching it. You know, like most New Zealanders, getting up. I remember getting up in the I think about 1980, um, watching the All Blacks play in Wales. Graham Murray scoring a try in the corner, and it's something I've been doing ever since. And my son's just starting to do it. But um, but yeah, you, you just scratch your head, don't you, with some of the consistency and just just the whole sort of micromanagement of the game these days and you just can't breathe and then just the inconsistencies too. You're absolutely right, Watto. It's like what Steve said earlier, the loss is, is hard to take and the texter said here, Jace, as well, it's very hard to take when the ref admitted to Artie Savia that he got the call wrong when he was penalised for no clear release in the first half and then Pollard kicked for three points. Yeah, I know. And then we have a match, don't we, where I think it was Samoa score a try, a conversion, and then they go back afterwards and rule them out. I mean, why can't you do the same with a penalty? It's just, this is the issue though, isn't it? You know, um, you, you can have a try scored, a conversion kicked, and go back and reverse that, yet you, you can't with a penalty, you know, small margins. Um, you know, and then you look at the Etzebeth image that's going around with the elbows up nice and high. I think it was on De Group maybe, and... That's right. You know, Sam Kane, Sam Kane's gone, and you know it's Beth st- stays there, and it's just that consistency. It's just this from one game to the next, and even within a game, you, you know, I think there's got to be clear rulings around what the role of the TMO is too going forward. That you know, um, it, it, how many referees have we actually got? Have we got one? Or have we got two? Or have we got four? It's just, yeah, it, it, and. You know, someone picks up something and misses something else, and it's just so much at stake, isn't there? But look, you know, well done to South Africa in the finish. Mm. Um, you know, still ultimately discipline let us down again, didn't it? Key moments. Um, yeah, but it's pretty, like most New Zealanders are feeling pretty damn deflated, to be honest, but embarrassed. Um, yeah, this one hurts. Yeah, mate, I don't think, uh, I think embarrassed is, is, is harsh. I, mate, I truly believe that the country's pretty proud of that performance. Mm. Uh, they were brave. Uh, 
you know, they threw everything at it and at the end of the day they, they came up a little bit short. But you can't you can't, you know, doubt them or knock them for their performance. It was it was solid against, you know, a very good two South African packs. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, I'm not I I don't know when I say embarrassed, I'm not actually embarrassed with the team. I just I don't know, there's just something about it that I just yeah, I just I don't know, I just yeah, I don't just don't like I just don't like losing. Barrett's probably the wrong word. Uh, yeah, you're right, and I mean, you know, uh, and well done to Rassi Rasmus and Nimbar and stuff. I mean, look, they were innovative with this bomb squad. You, we don't have to like it, but they did something different. Um, the bomb squad now goes down as in history. I mean, you've got baseball and cricket, haven't you? And <laughs> I remember going back to the Cricket World Cup. I think in '92 was it with the Young Guns when we opened bowling with Deepak Patel, which That's at right. the time was innovative to open with a spinner. And, you know, you look for things, don't you? And it is about evolution. Um, again, is it great for the game? No, but, hey, it's the way the game's played at the moment. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think the bomb squad, I don't think that won them the match either, to be fair. I, I, I think our forwards were, were dominant, and then they ran on another forward pack, and I think we were still dominant. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, it was a few key moments that, is the reason why we didn't win that match and um you know a big one of them was the red card compared to a yellow card that was that was a big moment unfortunately it wasn't decided on the field it was decided in a video room by match officials yeah yeah that's right it's um but yeah it's just yeah just incredibly frustrating those th- those things that go on um but yeah, they always talk about discipline, don't they? I mean, this is not something new where players' cards get upgraded and stuff. And, um, you know, if we, you know, pick up a yellow card as well and early on in that first half and suddenly we're playing with 14 in a game, which is always going to be decided by small percentages. So, yeah, it's um, yeah, it's just deflating, isn't it? I mean, you know, there's so much talk, so much hype. Um, you know, look, South Africa, man. I mean, look at the run they've had. I mean, Boy, they've played some tough games, haven't they? I mean, the reality is, man, we've had we had one massive game against Ireland, and other than that, when I mean, the first game against the French, but there was a long break between. Other than that, we we you know we probably didn't have the tough as tough a run through as perhaps what South Africa have done. So for them to get up yet again, um, yeah, well done to them. What what about um, selections for this game, mate? Were you happy with the squad that went out there? Oh look, yeah. Uh, look, I, I I don't have a problem with the team. I, I've never been, I, I've never been a fan of players playing out of position. Uh, look, Geordie Barrett, I think has played really well at second five. I've never mm. really been a fan of Rico Awani at centre. I just don't think we, you know, when was the last, you know, we just don't when he was playing on the wing, he was a try scoring machine. I just don't agree with that. But I don't think selections, I don't think selections again were, um, really. Uh, uh, talking a point around this, uh, I mean, like I'll, I'll be fascinated to see, you know, clearly, sort of six, seven months from now, where Scott Robertson goes and what his thoughts and, you know, on those players that are remaining and whether they still have a place in this team and whether, you know, he does see the likes of Rico Wani as a centre or more of a wing. Um, I think, you know, clearly we'll see Jordan go to fullback and stuff under Scott Robertson. But um, yeah, look, I mean, you, you know, I think we got the best out of. A playing group in the moment in New Zealand, which I don't think is as deep or as strong as we've had previous. What a, what is uh, what is the score out of ten you give this All Black team right now? Oh, look, you've got to give them. Yeah, look, I mean, you, you've got to give them a nine out of ten for this World Cup. 
I, I don't have any issues with that. But the reality is, when it's all said and done, when it's all said and done, um, you know, we're no different to Ireland or France. We, we haven't won it. We haven't won it. We go home with nothing. Mm. And, you know, Argentina and other countries might be happy with silver, but with the All Blacks. And we, we go home with nothing. And South Africa, you know, suddenly go ahead of us. You know, they've won 50% of every World Cup they've played in. Yeah. Um, and that, 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 that hurts too. I mean, I, I'm I'm so competitive. And, you know, I do, do consider the All Blacks to be the best team in the world. And, yeah, it hurts that South Africa have moved ahead of us. Um, and because there's just something about the South Africans too that just grate me um, when they talk about the game. And, um, you, you know, they somehow believe that when you travelled to South Africa prior to 1990, that, you know, the referees were neutral and it was a wonderfully happy place <laughs> to play and everything was fair and love and war, and it clearly wasn't. No, it surely wasn't, Watto. Let me ask you this then, Watto. I, I think, uh, I'll run a hypothetical. If the All Blacks had won today, for me personally, it would have been full redemption for Ian Foster. Do you think he's got redemption for making the final or not? Oh, I think time now. Look, he hasn't won it. Um, there was a lot of test matches lost under Ian Foster. Let's not kid ourselves, man. We still lost a test series to Ireland. We still lost some games to Argentina. We still have a pretty average run over the last four years. I've constantly said this. We can't be putting all our eggs in one basket for a World Cup once every four years and somehow just constantly let these coaches get away with saying, hey, judge us on the World Cup. I hurt when we lost a series to Argent, uh, when we lost to Ireland last year. I mean, that was just brutal. I, you know, I um, hurt when we lost those test matches to Argentina and the frustration that I felt. And I think we as New Zealanders need to be able to have that. We need to look forward to the All Blacks every year. We need to get great satisfaction and emotion every time they do play. Um, so, look, I think time will determine it. Um, look, I don't think he's going to go down as one of our great All Black coaches. I definitely don't. There's a little bit of a Laurie Maines type situation here. I mean, Laurie lost a hell of a lot of tests in the build-up to the 95 World Cup, so coming off the great of coming off the end of a great era. So, so, so there are some things there that mirror mm. it. But, you know, the other thing too is that my only concern with us winning this Rugby World Cup that somehow everything, you know, New Zealand rugby would, and if you, oh, you know, the world of rugby in this country is great. And it's clearly not. We, You know, Steve and I have discussed this. Mm. You know, we've got to bring the fun back to the game. Club rugby is not healthy. NPC, well, you, you know, no one's watching it. And super rugby is going down the same path. And my concern was if we did win this Rugby World Cup, those issues might not be addressed. And it's really important that we do start addressing those other issues because, you know, I don't think our player debt's as good as it has been. And I think, you know, I think it's going to be a real challenge for Scott Robertson. And I think part of that is because we've just eroded the base of New Zealand rugby too much. Um, yeah, listen, I thought, I think if we were to won, I, I would still be in a position right now where I'm calling out our game and saying that it's broken. You know, if Jordy Barrett, yeah. just say Jordy Barrett kicks that penalty kick, mm. we go over win by a point. I, I, we win by two points. I, I, I just still think the game's broken, uh, and and that's what we need to fix, and um, that's what we need to fix. It's it's not right at the moment, and people are turning away, and we're going to get ourselves into trouble. Unless no, no, uh, uh, yes, yeah, Steve, and you've clearly stayed in school, unlike Dean. Your maths was a bit better, <laughs> um, and and look, I, yeah, I, I mean, you've always said it too, and. and 
and what I do like about you, mate, is you're not, you're not, you know, I've come across some all blacks and stuff in the past who, you know, just because they've been all blacks, don't ever want to criticise or challenge the game. And you're 100% correct, mate. You know, and I think we, we sit on the same page on that, that the game is broken and it does need to be fixed. And, you, you know, and it's not even an evolution anymore. It requires actually a revolution. Um, and then you've got your shop window at international level where, again, you know, we had Michael Checker yesterday talking about the referees. We've had France talking about the referee. Everyone's talking about the damn referee after a game. How often do we just sit there and go, I, I, I think the Ireland game, New Zealand game, was about the only game where, I mean, Ireland to a point might have argued one or two things where we actually just talked about the rugby. Yeah, and 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 that's that's half the problem, right? Um, what are, you probably haven't heard, but today we got a text from a guy saying, um, isn't it ironic that the game was started because a guy picked up a ball and ran with it, and now it seems to be all about kicking? Yep. And that's yep. and I think, I think if we need to save our game, we need to go back to the guy who picks the ball up and runs with it. I think that that is our point of difference, and I think that's the thing we need to look after, encourage, and promote. Yeah, and New Zealand do that better than anyone. We all want the world to play the way we play. Mate, I think um, Ireland have done it better than anyone over the last four years. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. But, you know, they've shown what you can do. The French historically have been that way too. You know, I just go back to the great days of Frank Manel and Salah and Blanco and all those guys that I grew up watching for the French and the way they used to play the game as well. But look, rugby, you've got to, got to look at this and go, yeah, okay. You know, it's look. There's no no one's watching it up here. No, no one even really knows about it up here. Yeah, FIFA Football World Cup will be everywhere up here. You know, mm. there's a big interest in football. You look at what basketball's doing globally. You look at all these other sports around the world that you know genuinely have a footprint in every corner of the earth, every corner of the world. And you know, rugby talks a good game, but just because you've got a couple of rugby clubs in a country doesn't mean that it's got. It doesn't doesn't mean that it's got you know uh, that it's somehow and it's a bit like ice hockey here in New Zealand. Mm. You know, there's ice hockey played here in New Zealand, but are we are ice hockey nation. Do we put any emphasis on it? Do we really care? No. And so yeah, rugby. I mean, you know, the, pro- the this problem time with- around there was there was only there was only four countries that really could have won this rugby World Cup this year. You know, that's it. Mm. Mate, the problem is it's controlled with the with the privileged and the pompous UK twats. And they don't want the game to go forward. They want to control the game because it's a boys' club and they want to control the game. And that's what we're getting year after year after year after year. Until that changes, um, it's just not going to change because they're in control of the money and they're in control of the game and that's what they want to keep. Yeah, no, no, 100%. It's, 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 you know, but we've also seen that, haven't we, with the way... I mean, you know, we, we know there's other reasons also with the Pacific Island rugby with, you know, but, but they've never really wanted the Pacific Island rugby nations to thrive. They've talked a good game. They've put it up on a PowerPoint presentation, but they've never really seen it through. Well, they and, they you know, can't because think, most, I, most of their best players are from Pacific Islands. Well, that's right. That's it. And I, and I also think too, you know, there is, yeah, and I think I think there was an element of a subconscious bias towards those Pacific Island nations and some of those games. We talked about it, Steve, in depth. Um, was it the England? What was it? The England Samoa game? England Samoa, England Fiji. Yeah, yeah. And, and so these are, these are the issues that are majorly facing the game at the moment. Now they'll be sitting back there and looking at the sellout crowds and banking the money from this World Cup, and you know, and, and 
you know, being sort of, um, what's the word, um, virtue signalling and throwing a lot of money into the women's game. Um, and it, and it, it's, 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 yeah, but, but that's all it is. It's a PowerPoint presentation and it's not actually reality. What, and, yeah. what when we're talking about reality last week when we spoke with you you were you were in Honshu in China but you were you were coming home have you got have you got stuck there mate did you, did you do something at customs or what's the reason bird flu no look I, I just yeah just couldn't get a flight out um, I, I was yeah the whole thing just suddenly changed on me I was up there originally just to do a bike race and then um, another opportunity presented itself um, and which I just yeah couldn't say no to and then. Yeah, just sort of prolonged, and then with that came some travel issues. So um, yeah, I've just been hanging out in Hongshu, and to be fair, those that I've worked for have actually been very good and very generous in terms of understanding the situation I'm in. So um, yeah, but oh, look, I mean, we're changing tact up here, mate. Mm. It's um, it's a hell of a country, China. Uh, you know, it gets such a bad rap in terms of people trying to make out that somehow these people are oppressed and that this is government control. I tell you what, their system functions a hell of a lot better than a lot of Western. <laughs> countries that I've been to, and there's a lot of so-called, a lot of so-called democracies. Oh, is that why um, you can't get a flight? <laughs> no, well, put that down to maybe some more locally aligned, mate. Oh. Um, but no, I, I'm managing to get out tonight. So um, yeah, but I, ha- I have missed you, Steve. I've missed you a lot. I'm still waiting for my firefighters calendar, eh? Mate, so we do it uh, Monday. Oh, you do it? Yeah, yep, we're doing it on Monday, mate. So, yeah. <laughs> no, easy, Watto. No, no. I'll, I'll make sure you get you'll get the first copy we made should, hot off the press. We should get people to text in double eight double three Dean shirt on shirt off. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, look, look. When it comes to shirt and skins, I was always in a shirt, Watto. There's a reason for that, okay? Yeah. I'll, yeah, yeah. I'll take my I'll take hey, my, I'll take my shirt off on the show if we get some uh, money in a Movember account. Easily. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Hey, hey, just the other thing I want to mention. I just got to see how I wound up last year with the Women's World Rugby World Cup in this political environment with a whole lot of so-called left-wing journalists um, telling us how women's this rugby is going to save the game and it's as big as the men's game. And, you know, I've seen some images and photos. Where are the crowds for the Black Ferns? Where are the crowds for the Black Ferns? Where are these same people that were writing these stories? Were they going along and watching it? Because, you know, this is the sort of this is the sort of crap at the moment that we've got to get rid of the game here. We've got to be smart about where we're spending our money. We've got to let things organically grow. We can't make decisions based on identity politics, political correctness. We've got to be smart with what we do. And I want women's rugby to grow. I want it to grow organically. But let's not try and create a false economy for it. Good call. What a good note to finish on, my friend. Do you enjoy the rest of your stay in China? Get some bullfrog before you get out, brother. (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah the old bullfrog okay. bullfrog and a wok yeah and sir would you like fries with that <laughs> mate keep a keep a eye out for Wayne Barnes and match officials I think they might be hiding out there in, uh, in the not too distant future yeah, what's been the um, sorry what's been the general consensus from talkback callers it's all been about the I, TMO I th- mainly yeah I yeah. think most people are pretty happy with Wayne Barnes's performance as such but just the the interactions from the TMO and the the lack of consistency I think is probably probably and a fair confusion with some of the rulings why Khaleesi managed to somehow avoid the red yeah and that's it isn't it it's mm. um yeah. so so the TMO was he English yeah, they're all English, uh, English uh, yeah, TMO. I thought, no, English... I thought he was. I just yeah, yeah, no, yeah, and that's that's the problem too, mate. Mm. Um, that's the problem too. I mean, just just yeah, oh, it was interesting. That's the one thing you did generally get a sense that 
perhaps there had been a directive with the referees for a lot of it to give the New Zealand and Australians a little bit more of the whistle just to try and allow the game to flow. But um, as, as you mentioned, Steve, you've got the pompous, you've got the elite, you've got the English, you've got the home nations who are running this damn thing, mate. And Yeah. But, you know, they should look at it because the reality is here's another World Cup going to the Southern Hemisphere. So, mm. yeah, keep doing the same thing, North. Keep doing it. Keep, <laughs> yep. keep on doing it, I... mate. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm still thankful it was English instead of French, but referees. I think we'd be in a whole lot more pain if we had uh, four Frenchies involved. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, I mean, that's a conversation for the another Lions day. That one. Well, we saw we saw them in the Lions series in 2017, yeah. and you know, I thought they were the were two biggest terrorists since Elaine Marfar and Dominic Prieu <laughs> to land on our shores, weren't they, Dean? Um, <laughs> I'm with hey, you on that um, one too, Watto. What what um what month are you, Steve, for the calendar, mate? October, Mr. October? No, mate, hasn't hasn't we haven't we feel we should do the shoot on Monday and then it'll get produced, so I'm not too sure at the moment. You got it must have a preferred month though, mate. Oh, I no, I'm just I'm just honored and pleasured to be in it and raising a bit well, of money for a good cause. You don't want February that's only got twenty eight days. You oh, want the full thirty one. Right. I want thirty one days. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean I I, yeah. I want thirty one days of you on my fridge, mate. Oh no, mate, you got it. <laughs> Awesome, Watto. Enjoy your um, flight home, Dean, my Dean, friend. Dean, mm. yeah, Dean, you'd make a good Mr. February, mate. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely do 28 days. I'll do a month with 12 days if there is such a thing. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Cheers, Watto. <laughs>